Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. and dragons Hannibal, Alice and Thelonious the three of you are outside of the Mertiel Auberge with uh, uh, Maxwell uh, Maxwell Steelbreeze as well as uh, uh, Fritz Barrio and they seem kind of confused and uh, uh, a little lost on what to do uh, and you guys heard the unmistakable voice of Blorgzak howling in the innards of the house demanding uh, that he meet with the three of you because he's so important and you know you just hear him in the distance he's like don't you know how important and powerful I am where are they well um, I guess we know who's here now I say we just turn around <laughs> we could, the bar's open, I want, right? I want to go. I right? want to turn around. <laughs> I mean, let's go deal with him. Yeah, because he's not going to go away. And if we if we don't deal with him now, he might actually make that that basement room that we suggested to him. Fritz, you restocked idea. all that wine for us, didn't you? Uh, we, oui, Monsieur, it is uh, in the cellar. Good. I need some now. Well, once you're. <laughs> Um, friend is, uh, uh, gone. I will be happy to, uh, head on in. Nope, I need it. Bef- I need it now, my friend. You know what, I'll, uh, how about I'll go get it? I'll sure. just, uh, right. busy myself upstairs. Uh, I will go upstairs. That is where I will go if you need me. I will be in my room, uh, straightening things up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, Fritz. Uh, if you want, roll insight on Fritz. 19. 22. 13. Well, Fritz got a two to cover up his emotions, but he wears his heart on his sleep. He is immensely nervous about the, the creature that is inside the Mertiel uh, 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 He's Don't worry, Fritz. We'll get him out of here. He yeah. kind of so, so... nods. He says, well, uh, any friend of yours is a friend of mine uh you know if if he could perhaps wear coasters under his webbed toes uh it would be greatly appreciated 
I take it he didn't knock. He just kind of walked in, didn't he? Maxwell kind of uh, uh, shrugs. He says, nah, he was uh, scratching at the back windows. He, uh, he was saying right. he could smell you guys in here. Well, that's that's probably true. Um, all right. Well, I guess we should probably go in, I would assume. All right. Yeah, let's go in. All right. All right. So you uh, three are heading inside? Yes. You know, it's now or never because, you know, it's now or never. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you never know. Uh, you wait too long, and there might be, uh, you know, a pile of PP on the ground and mud everywhere, and it's just—it's probably best just to, to get this taken care of and not run any errands before you head in, right? Probably what true. What an oddly specific thing to say. Yeah, right. R- running away sounds like the best idea to me, but <laughs> yeah, you know what? You might even want a shard of the Black Pyramid at this point. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Wait, right. no. So, if uh, he was downstairs, he's going to get All right, let's go. Let's All right. Go so the three of you head inside. And sure enough, you see a trail of muddy footprints, uh, frog feet that have, like, splashed into the uh, kitchen. And you guys head inside uh, to see Blurgzak, his warty toad body... He's this anthropomorphic, like, you know, toad person. His, like, uh, 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 bulging, like, throat sack kind of, like, uh, 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 like, kind of, like, pulls back in as he sees the three feet. He says, oh, well, if it isn't my subjects. Uh, yeah, that's it. Um, how'd you find us? Uh, by your smell. How'd you make it through the city without getting killed? Uh, very good question. I, uh, uh, <clears throat> endeavored to hide in the shadows because nobody deserves to see the grandeur of Blorgzak. Okay. I don't then disagree. why are we seeing you right now? That's, that's the million dollar question right there is what are you doing here? You asked me to come here if I had important information for you. Now Blorgzak doesn't know if he wants to give it to you. All right, that's fair. Don't Wait, say. no, I come a long way. Please, listen. Florzak has many things to tell you. Well, let's give it to the pertinent things that we think are going to be important. Uh, Things that are important. Florzak kind of thinks for a moment. You hear a mumble under his breath. He he says, "Uh, the the people I attacked? No, I'll keep that to Florzak's self. There's no reason for getting them involved. Ah, yes, the important thing. This city and its surrounding area are being monitored. Oh, yeah? Do you know by who? Blorgzak was traversing the sewers uh, when he found uh, an area that had many people that Blorgzak had never seen before. Many like you! And he points at you, uh, Thelonious. Oh, really? Were Dragonborn, they heading into... yes. Yeah. Were they heading into the city or out of the city? No, guarding, patrolling. They've stopped all shipments from coming in. Oh, interesting. Yes. Blodzak was uh, monitoring, not attacking. 
No. Heavens no. Blogzak wouldn't attack people. You told him that was bad. Can we uh, roll inside. Yes, you sure can. <laughs> 24. 17. 3. I'm just really not even paying attention to it at this point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, Hannibal, you're, uh, you're like, uh, okay, yeah, all right, whatever. Uh, but Alice and, uh, Thelonious, you're quite sure he's lying. And whether he was successful in any of his attacks, you're not sure. But you're very sure that he has attacked some, some, uh, rafts of, you know, caravans that have come through, uh, on the, the river, uh, through the sewers. But he says, yes, the shipments have come to a stop. Blorgzak was going further down in the sewers to try to find out what was happening. Maybe somebody was muscling in on Blorgzak's territory. What do you mean your territory? Uh, uh anyway, uh, so did Blorgzak you, oh, yeah. Did you get to overhear what any of these Dragonborn have been saying while you were just sneaking about? Well, Blorgzak couldn't hear what they were saying very well, so he decided that uh, it was his territory, not theirs. Oh boy, what did you do, Blorzak? Well, Blorzak, you know, Blorzak is good in a fight, but Blorzak is better if he gets the jump on people. And so he waited until some of them were sleeping in their camp and uh, smashed one of their skulls in with a rock. And what did that tell you? It was yeah, self-defense! Didn't sound like it. it. Sounded like he just snuck up on his ass and murdered him. What? No! Blogzak was minding his own business when suddenly the Dragonborn jumped out of nowhere and, and he would have killed Blogzak if Blogzak didn't think twice and smash his skull in with a rock. So he, just, so he's because, just because you're cold-blooded doesn't mean everybody else is, all right? Well, anyway, so Blog, he, Blogzak found he this. jumped out of Go ahead. All right. What what is this? Uh, he uh, uh, hands over a uh, uh, a muddy scroll. I guess let's read it. Well, it'll probably be me reading it. I guess right, since it's probably in draconic. Yes, you unfurl the scroll, and it is in draconic. I can read draconic. The two of you read it. I uh... come on over, Alice. <laughs> Well, you guys you like see, take turns you seemed, read. Yeah, you seemed really intent on wanting to share the letter. Look, I can't read it, so I want the two of you like to trade off sentences. And like, I'm rolling my eyes. No, we're not doing that. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> so you unfurl the scroll, and uh, within our orders, it says, you know, in this particular letter, it says to Division 7, Pyralis has ensured me that her plan will go off without a hitch. Ensure that nobody enters or exits this city alive. Signed, Zyklon Bloodbane. Oh boy. So Zyklon Bloodbane, huh? You want to tell us about him? Uh, Blorgzak shrugs and says, Blorgzak has no idea who this Zyklon is. He wasn't talking to you. You'll have to be more specific next time. Thelonious. I don't believe I know a lot about Zyklon, do I? Well, that was... all three of you can roll history checks. I'm saying. Uh, I don't want to confuse this with another... Thelonious, uh, Thelonious go ahead and uh, uh, feel free to roll advantage for this history check. 
12. 18. For Hannibal and Alice, you two have kind of, sort of, met Zyklon Bloodbane. In the dream of the past, uh, at that battle, the green-scaled dragonborn who lost his green dragon uh, and swore vengeance on not all non-draconic beings was Zyklon Bloodbane. Uh, for you, Thelonious, uh, you know that he is the commanding officer for this region, uh, for the Bloodbane family, and he is immensely powerful, and he is immensely tyrannical. He would likely, given half a chance, execute you for just fraternizing with non-scaled beings. He is the most almost beyond even like the the progenitors of the bloodbane family he is uh the most national socialist of all the bloodbane family i'll go ahead and share that with those two he sounds lovely Ooh, yeah okay. so he's commanding an army with pyralis mm-hmm. and they're going to kill everybody that's not draconic that sounds about right well, the letter only says that the uh, uh, to wait on her plan and to not allow people to leave or uh, enter the city. Blorgzak, when did you see these people show up first? Blorgzak only saw them maybe a few nights ago. Uh, he came here immediately afterwards. What were you doing before all this? Just hanging out in the sewers? Blorgzak was trying to reforge his dynasty but Blorgzak has no more clansmen he has no more family Blorgzak has no more bullywugs that's actually kind of sad um I mean I'm not going to share a tear but it's still a little sad how many besides the was it like three-ish that you jumped and attacked or whatever or at least you just crushed one of their skulls I mean have you been go ahead Blorgzak uh, defended himself, yes, against the Dragonborn, but the camp sure. had many more in it. Like, how many more? Can you be a little bit more specific? Well, Blorgzak would say that there were probably six on patrol, and there were probably six in the camp. Alright. And that's just group seven. Yeah. <clears throat> Which means there's at least six others, you would assume. Yep. Assuming all divisions are coming. Well, I mean, you would imagine. Um, okay, so we have a little piece of the puzzle here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Zack, what is it you plan on doing now? Well, Zack was going to, you know, head back home, he supposes. But uh, without shipments coming into the city, it will be difficult for Zack to live. Well, let's assume that that's temporary. Why don't you just temporarily go hide in your cave in the sewers and maybe maybe don't pick fights just yet until we have a chance to sort of deal with what's going on. Very well. Blorgzak will return in a a few days' time in order to uh, uh, check in and make sure that you're all okay. Blorgzak wouldn't dream of letting anything bad happen to the three of you. That's fair. Okay, I appreciate that. 
Thank you. Yeah, Blorgzak says welcome. Uh, is there anything you guys want to ask of Blorgzak? Tell him anything at all? Uh, so what's life been like since we left you? Well, Blorgzak has been uh, uh, collecting as much mud and straw as he possibly can. Yeah. Uh, you know, finding uh, people in the sewers and uh, defending himself by cracking their skulls open and taking their things. Have you what? killed everybody you've met? No, that's preposterous. Blogzak hasn't killed you three. I meant besides us. Well, Blorgzak has killed that demon we all fought. Uh, Blorgzak did not kill the the chubby pig man or his hooded friend. Uh, so he's only killed, what, like one-sixth of the people that you know of? That we know of, yeah. That's, that's great. That's, that's good. You're good at math. You're very Small very odds! Smart. Yes. I, I got another. I got another question for you, Blorzak. Did any of the dragonborn look a lot like me? Hmm. Blorzak was having a hard time deciding. So many dragonborn look alike. Is that did racist? the name? A little bit. Did the name like Thucydides ever come up in anything that you heard? Thucydides. No, I don't. Blorzak does not believe so. All right, let's just check him. Um, I don't know what else I got for him. Do you guys have anything else? I don't no. think I have anything. I mean, yeah. No, I got nothing. Well, Blorgzak will leave after having braved the, the journey to get to here without any kind of reward. Oh, you want something in exchange for this information, do you? Blorgzak is your ally. Blorgzak wouldn't demand for things in exchange, but, you know, if you have anything uh, lying around, he'd be more than happy to take it off your hands. Should I give him the Shard of the Black Pyramid? No. No. <laughs> no, please. Please do not do that. That is a terrible idea. That's Yeah, because we need one more enemy. Um, or, worse yet, that falls into somebody else's hands and becomes an even worse enemy. Um, what do we have? I mean, Blorgzak, what is it? What is it you would like? Well, Blorgzak spends most of his time uh, wallowing in mud and uh, swimming in water. Uh, uh, he, you know, cracks people's skulls open with rocks when he's defending himself. Do you have any magic rocks? No. Don't have, have rocks. magic rocks. Oh, well, no matter. Oh! I know what you can have, Blorzak. Oh, boy. I think you really want this trident that we found. You know Are you going to give him the trident of fish command? <laughs> you yeah. know what? That seems like the perfect person to have it. Blorzak, do you eat fish? Uh, Blorzak definitely eats fish when he can't crack skulls open and take their possessions. Then, my friend, we have just the tool for you. This trident right here is magical. And it will allow you to control and summon fish. Blorgzak, soon we'll have an item of equal magnitude to the pantaloons. Perhaps this trident will come in handy when Blorgzak fights and brings back his pantaloons to his people. To himself. Well, 
about that. Enjoy the trident. <laughs> Blorgzak rolls insight. He got a natural 20. <laughs> Blorgzak looks at you. He says, there's something that you know about my pantaloons that you're not telling me, aren't you? Uh, yes. Oh. Well, all right then. Mm-hmm. He takes the trident, and he kind of hops down the hallway, and Maxwell, who's still at the front door, who has not gone in, is just sort of like, oh, like kind of like steps aside. Uh, and he says, well, friends, uh, Blarczak will uh, truly become king of the sewers. Yes, sure you will, will indeed. With Tell trident. Aquaman I say hi. I don't yes. know what that means. It sounds no like a bit. It sounds like some kind of adventurer, some kind of hero who's very disappointing. Mm. <laughs> it's about the gist of it. <laughs> yeah, if you run into somebody named Arthur Curry, maybe steer him aside. You'll know exactly when you see him. So I also don't know what those mean. And he flips his uh, uh, muddy shawl over his head, and uh, uh, you see that you know he kind of like gets down low. And from behind, you can't really make out that it's like Blorgzak because he kind of gets down real low. And he starts kind of hopping along to the uh, bushes and uh, seems to be pretty stealthy. Good for him. Well, the trident's gone. I'm a little disappointed in that. But at the same time, the fact that he has it makes me happy. It's hard to be mad about that. What were we going to do with that trident? It seemed like a perfect fit. I don't know. I think it had a few more punchlines in it. <laughs> you know, that's that's true. Uh, Maxwell comes you guys back. Are mad when we fight a giant fish. Oh, mm. damn it. Uh, something for me to... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Metagaming! So... Metagaming! That's... All right, that's fair. Uh, so, uh, Maxwell comes in and he's like, uh, that's your uh, creepy frog friend you brought up before? Uh, don't call him friend. Creepy yeah. frog acquaintance. Yeah, that's that's, him. that's yeah. That's that's Glorzak. Well, uh, did you get anything good out of him? Good. Aralis nah. is bringing uh, dragon army in, dragonborn army. Well, uh, that doesn't sound great. No, and it's commanded by Zyklon Bloodbane, who I'm told is an awful dude. I've heard some rumors. Uh, I know the gist. Yeah, uh, he's real rotten, from what I understand. Oh yeah, not great. Um, yeah. So, let's think about Murdoch is well, we trying probably... to summon demons to yep. destroy the city. We have Pyralis trying to bring in the Dragonborn to destroy the city. Pyralis also is putting getting an ace up her sleeve that, in a uh, X319 that can destroy demons. Yeah. This is like, um... Maybe we let the demons destroy the Dragonborn and then... We use X319 spell. I well, like that plan, however. Hands, and then however, we just leave. They're going to take out most of the city in the process. Do we plan on staying here? I don't know. I mean, I kind of like the place. <laughs> That's a pretty rotten statement. But uh, Maxwell. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Kind of. Maxwell uh, looks at you guys. He says, well, uh, when it comes to militaries, you know, there's there's rules and protocol. These orders that were received, 
uh, does it say to march on the city or just to cordon it off? Well, that's true. I guess we don't know that much, do we? No, not yet. I mean, orders can change, but uh, giving orders to soldiers is a pretty laborious process if they're spread that thin. If you ask me, it seems more like they're just there to act as, like, guardsmen. Murderous guardsmen, but guardsmen nonetheless. Yeah, I think what we should probably do after we rest for the night, because I don't believe we've done that, is maybe you two in the morning let uh, Orvolt know what we know so that he can start to make some preparations. And then maybe I can head over into the Dragonborn part of the city and try and get some feelers if anyone else knows what's going on. That's not a bad idea. That's actually maybe the only good idea you've had since I've known you. <clears throat> Thinking much clearer today now that I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah, so Maxwell, we probably should fill you in on uh, what's been going on the past, I don't know, since we left in a huff this morning. Do Wait, you fill sure in? Maxwell. Do you fill him in on the demons? Yeah, we fill him on the demons, on Elizontalis, the whole deal. He says, uh, uh, so young master, let me wrap my head around this. Oh, good luck. So Murdoch Obsidian yep. has bound uh, her old friend, this mm-hmm. Aldaria, yep. to him. And he could look at this Aldaria like uh, some kind of ally, but he doesn't, and he made him kill his own father. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the gist of it, yeah. And some of the these counselors in the city were secretly bringing in uh, slaves. Yeah, so far so good. Humanoid trafficking. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. To sacrifice them to summon demons. Yep. And uh, in order to get rid of the evidence and to gain power or sick pleasure, Murdoch was eating the dead bodies. Yep. Yep. He's, yeah, that's how he's been getting so fat. I mean, not that he wasn't fat before, but yeah, he's eating the dead bodies. I, uh, I'm not going to lie. I, I think I lost my appetite. What a drink. Yeah, it's not great. Oh, and uh, don't forget, we also made a deal with X319. Uh, no, that I, I remember. And uh, I'm not going to lie, after uh, he got the drop on me, I uh, was kind of pissed. I was sort of planning on taking a swing at him the first chance I got. I wouldn't but, recommend doing it now. Yeah, I think you're right, young master. Uh, the, the thought that uh, that thing might be able to destroy demons is kind of a a disturbing comfort. Yeah. Yeah, we we essentially sold our souls to kind of a devil? No, no. The devil let you know. You, you You don't sell your soul if it ain't a demon or a devil. Then it's just bargaining. Well, I like that. I like to look at it that way. Yeah, that's pretty. That's fair. He says, if you guys had gone the opposite way and made a deal with demon worshippers to take down this dragon guy, I wouldn't still be here with you. Fair enough. Uh, you hear Fritz say, "Has your friend left?" As he yells from upstairs. 
Yep, yeah. gone. You, you may want to grab a mop, though. He kind of made a mess. He comes uh, downstairs. He says, oh, good gracious. And you think that might be the uh, harshest phrase that Fritz has ever said. Uh, and Fritz gets you guys a bottle of wine. Can I roll insight to see if he's actually, like, really pissed inside? Oh, absolutely. Uh, eight. Well, he got a four to cover it up. Yeah, he's not thrilled. Uh, he doesn't really like, uh, uh, Blorczak, but, uh, he also is, is a pleasant enough person that he's not going to, like, badmouth him. And so he gets you your bottle of wine. He says that, uh, dinner will be maybe a little later than normal, but, uh, he gets the cleaning. Thanks, pal. He says, well, I'll perhaps next time, uh... Uh, put out a series of towels or, or coasters on the ground. Hopefully you know there what? won't be a next time. You could even tell him he has to wait outside. Yes, it's it's rather mild these days. It, it would not be too rude, I'm sure, right? No, he'd probably, so. he'd probably like it. You throw some straw and some mud in the back, he'd be all, he'd be all happy about that. I'll see what I can do. Uh, he says, uh, uh, but dinner will be a bit late, but do not mind me. Uh, and he goes to cleaning uh, up the, the kitchen and the, the hall into the, you know, that leads outside. And so you guys are in the parlor talking with uh, Maxwell, uh, where luckily uh, Blorgzak did not go. So there's no mud traipsed into the parlor. So it's still rather nice in there. And I, I, I. Maxwell sort of looks to the three of you, and he says, Well, uh, is there anything you need me to uh, do? I was kind of on guard duty for Fritz, but if uh, the guy I was guarding him against is uh, on your side, I guess I don't need to do that. No, I'd say we're pretty good with that part. Um, you know, what time? It's, it's almost, it's night right now, isn't it? Uh, it's it's late afternoon at this point. Uh, dinner is going to be a little late, but I mean, you guys also are tired because you you know had such a hellacious day. There's probably oh. not enough time to run over to uh, see Orvalt before dinner, is there? Well, it. I mean, I would say yes, but Orvalt's also dealing with the fallout of what happened in the warehouse. Yeah. Uh, hey. All right. Yeah. Let's you know drop what? more bad news at him tomorrow. You know what I do? I would like to get some silver arrows. So uh, I don't know if we want to send send Maxwell to go do that for us. Maxwell kind of nods and gives the kind of gives the finger point. And he says, "Gathering weapons." Now that's a task that old Maxwell is a pro at. Yes, you are, my friend. Yeah, said, you know what? I got a lot of money, so. Don't says, skip. He says, well, uh, float me the, the gold, and I'll go ahead and gather up your uh, silver arrows for you. Okay. I hand him, I don't know how much silver arrows cost. Uh, I hand him, here, here's uh, 300 gold. He says, yeah, I'll get you silver arrows. He says, uh, what else uh, What else am I getting for you guys? Do we want Maybe some potions? potions? Yeah. yeah, potions. Potions of healing? All right, I'll see what I can do. Is there anything? Uh, how much was the uh, the silver rapier? Was that? Uh... I believe uh, I. It was fifty plus the cost of the rapier. Yeah, fifty is the base. So I think arrows are. It's like for ten arrows, it's fifty gold plus the like one gold or whatever. Just get it. 
Yeah, we. I mean, we. All right. <laughs> we got so much money. We have. We have. No, almost, I don't need anything. Besides we have forty-two hundred. So. Forty-two hundred gold. I, I think we can spend some cash. Yeah, that, I was planning on retiring after this. That's yeah. I mean, that's something else to consider. Is uh, you know that that's potentially your retirement money. But you know, I mean, uh, there's there's Living you know is good too. Uh, so Maxwell says that tomorrow when you guys, uh, uh, you know, go to the Dragon District and go to talk to Orvald, uh, Maxwell will go to the Merchant District. He'll shop around and get the best price and uh, uh, he'll get silver arrows for you guys. As well as, uh, what, a silver rapier you said? No, actually, I think I'm, I'm good on that. Uh, I will take, I'll take 10 more silver arrows, though. More silver arrows. Okay. Yep. Uh, he says, yeah. Uh, he, he asks if uh, uh, you just want him to spend the full 300 on arrows and the potions. So why not? Yeah. yeah. You might, well, I don't know how much potions. Uh, 50 it's about piece. 50 gold a piece, roughly. So you know what? Here's 600. Lotus up with potions and arrows. He says, absolutely. I'll, uh, it'll take me a little bit as I shop around to uh, sure. make sure I'm getting you guys the best quality stuff. But uh, I'll make sure that it's uh, no special orders, that you guys just get it as soon as possible. That'll work. He nods. Uh, and uh, is there anything else you guys want to discuss before you guys wait and dinner rolls around? So, crazy day, guys. Not how I expected this day to go. Uh, hunting demons and uh, uh, visits from frog people? Yeah, nah, that's not really how I would picture today going. Yeah, you know, for not really telling people where we're staying at, we seem to have a lot of visitors. That is uh -huh. weird. I mean, granted, Cascadia knew where we lived. Yeah, that's true. I guess we told Blorg Zach. Uh, you guys did technically tell him where you stayed, and uh, uh, he sniffed you guys out, he said. Yeah, Annex 319 sort of knows. You know what? Maybe we're not doing such a good job hiding where we're living. No. For the record, you've never stealthed home. We really haven't. Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. We, we might just not be that good of detectives in general. I mean, it feels like these last few days have just taken months and months and months. So, well, you know, yeah, right. It's, it's... Let's, let's just hope we don't have anybody drop over for dinner this time. And as you guys, oh, you motherfucker, sit down to dinner. <laughs> nothing happens. You guys enjoy dinner. You eat the 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 roast beef that uh, uh, Fritz had, you know, been sitting in the oven, low and slow. The sides were kind of the thing that took a little bit extra time. And, uh, you know, with roast potatoes and, uh, uh, you know, uh, yesterday's loaf of bread that he baked up, you guys have your meal. And you guys kind of finally feel like you can relax a little bit. You guys eat, and I presume you head off to bed unless there's something else you guys want to do uh, that I'm unaware of. No, I need to. I need. Yeah, rest. I need to. We need rest. And you guys all get some rest. Uh, Alice, you wake up in the morning. Uh, make me a uh, perception check. Okay. That is twenty-one. With twenty-one, from the first floor, you hear the soft sound of scratching. 
All right. Uh, I want to kind of I want to kind of sneak up to the source of the sound. Stealth check, if you please. That is 24. With a 24, you creep down the stairs very quietly. And I, uh, well, natural 20. I, uh, you peek around the corner just to see Fritz on his hands and knees with a brush scrubbing the hardwood floor. And then he immediately turns around and sees you. He says, oh, I did not mean to wake you, uh, Miss Alice. Oh, it's it's no problem. I got a I got a full night's rest. I'm I'm feeling good. Uh, everything okay, Fritz? He kind of looks at the the bucket with soapy water and the the brush, and he says, "I just did not feel like got it quite as clean as I'd like last night, and I had a hard time sleeping." Understandable. Uh, got another brush. He says, "We, oui, it is much appreciated." And uh, mm. you spend the morning hours helping uh, Fritz get things back in order. Uh, if you want to make an insight check, Alice. It's 18. Fritz is perpetually cleaning this place. Uh, and you think that maybe he has a little bit of, uh, uh, like a compulsion to do so. Uh, you think the, uh, it really got under his skin, all that, like, mud caked into the, uh, floor and stuff. So he really appreciates the, the help. And, uh, uh, after a few hours... Uh, much faster than if he had done it alone. He uh, starts up breakfast, and then uh, your friends wake up, and everyone is together in the morning. Uh, Maxwell seems kind of excited to have a uh, a job that's kind of up his alley, uh, being a man-at-arms. Uh, he eats breakfast pretty quick in the morning. He says, well, uh, these uh, deals and sales, yeah, you got to strike in the morning. Uh, he says, anything you need from me before I head out? Happy hunting, my friend. He nods. Uh, he uh, slaps his side, and uh, the money is hidden away in a side of a pocket so that it can't be, you know, gotten too easy. He has, like, a chain, you know, on his uh, wallet, essentially, his coin purse. Uh, and he says, don't you worry, young master. That money ain't going anywhere except for where it needs to go. Oh, I trust you, and I pity the man who tries to take it from you. So long as they're not a, uh, you know, eight-foot dragon man, I think I'm going to be okay. I'd say so. Are you sure I can't take a swing at that guy the next time I see him? I'd rather you I'd sleep on it. I mean, you could try. I don't think it's going to turn out well for you. Uh, don't forget, he has the strength of flat chimeras on at this point. Oh, the asshole drunk guy that uh, threw the door that you told me about? Yeah. Uh, all right, fair enough. And uh, Maxwell hobbles uh, himself uh, out the front door and uh, leaves pretty early. He says uh, goodbye to Fritz and leaves. Well, so you're head of the Dragonborn District. Yep. I would imagine it's probably better that, yeah, you, you go alone there. You, you think you'll be fine? You don't think they're going to turn on you? I don't think anyone's going to turn on me. I can't guarantee I won't do something stupid, but I think we all know this at this point, right? Honesty yeah, is so I, refreshing. I appreciate the honesty. Well, you doing something stupid in the Dragonborn District is a lot better than you doing something stupid with us. You know, you're not wrong there. Mm -hmm. uh, you guys splitting up? Yeah. Well, let's uh, see. Closer uh, uh, to the uh, old residential district is the government district. So we'll start with Hannibal and Alice. 
you guys head over to the sheriff's office. You're going to talk to Orvalt Stonepike. Is that right? Yes. What are we talking about? The Dragonborn? Yeah, the the Dragonborn in the sewers. I couldn't remember. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't sure. What are we telling this or are we telling something else? All right, we're good. How much did you drink last night? It's it's late. It's actually early? Anyway, <laughs> uh, you guys uh, head across the, the river and uh, you guys uh, find yourselves in the government district and it seems like there is a hell of a lot of commotion. People are running between buildings, uh, soldiers, you know, the town guard are like, you know, running paperwork back and forth. It seems like the the the, the fallout of having two counselors be demon worshippers is it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, the, and also the fact that uh, uh, you guys are, are down quite a few counselors at this point. You guys have Kibo Freedom Peak. You guys have... Uh, we have Kibo Freedom Peak? He's alive. Uh, yeah, he's alive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys left him uh, angry, but he is alive. You have yep. Kibo Freedom Peak. You have uh, uh, Abraham Goldbeard. Uh, Cassius Payne. Uh, oh, and Morn Valentine. We've kind of gone crazy, but... Well, yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, he's alive. How many counselors were there before? Eight? There were eight, yeah. Because uh, uh, you have Longinus, Flag. you have Hank, Ca- uh, Cassius, slash Verna, uh, and Flack. Four are now gone. We've done a really good job. <laughs> You're not there to criticize. Work. At least the oh, yeah. mayor's still around. Governor, yeah, yeah. Governor Thainmore's still kicking. Uh, you guys go into the uh, sheriff's office and uh, roll a d20 uh, Hannibal. Three. You do not see Reginald or uh, uh, Jeremias uh, or uh, uh, Orval around. At least not in the kind of lobby area. Sure. Who do we see? Anybody? I mean, there's plenty of guards running around, but uh, uh, nobody that seems all that familiar. Uh, uh, anyone manning the front desk? Uh, roll a d20, Alice. Fifteen. Yeah, with a 15, uh, there are, uh, like, three people at the front desk, and they're all, like, copying down paperwork. They're, uh, uh, like, you know, one of them is demanding that they need to up the amount of uh, guards in the, uh, uh, you know, old residential district. They're like, you know, the last orders we have are, you know, uh, that, you know, we have to have this minimum amount of people guarding that district. And another one's like, the guy who gave us that order is a goddamn demon worshiper and he's dead. It's like, and they're just all arguing and yelling and it's like barely any mind has been given to the two of you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to try to walk up and uh, uh, say good morning, gentlemen. Persuasion check. Persuasion, 22. Yeah, uh, uh, two of them are still arguing, but the one of them st- uh, sees you and, and says, uh, yeah, uh, how can we help? Hi, I'm sorry to trouble you. I know you're having a uh, busy morning here. You wouldn't happen to know where Orvalt is, would you? Uh, yeah, Orvalt's in his office. Uh, uh, 
he kind of looks at you guys. It'll you almost think he wants to stop you, but he has enough on his plate that he's just like, uh, yeah, all right, yeah, he's in his office. We'll just Great. go in. Thank you. We'll uh, see he, ourselves in. Yeah, he doesn't even really respond. Uh, you guys go into his office. So yeah. we'll go back to the office. Yeah. You go back to the office and uh, you see the door is ajar. Let's. Do you want to just listen to the door for a minute? Perception check. Nineteen. Ooh, natural twenty. With the nineteen, you hear something softly inside. Uh, with the natural twenty, you hear the unmistakable sounds of Orvalt Stonepike groaning. Oh. Let's go in. His hat, his big wide-rimmed hat, is on the desk. He has his hands in his face at his desk, and you just hear... And he looks up and sees the two of you enter, and he says, Hannibal and uh, Alice, you've you've caught me at a bit of a stressful moment. Uh, oh, you're good. You, you understand shut, uh, shut the door, if you please. Yeah, no problem. And he puts his hat on his bald head, and he kind of runs his hand through his beard, and he says. Uh, to what do I owe the pleasure of seeing the two of you this morning? And please tell me it's good news. I I wish I could tell you we had good news, Orvalt. Um, but we got some pretty good information about some dragonborn uh, in the sewers. Uh-huh. They They're, seem to be uh, surrounding the city. Dragonborn are surrounding the city. You mean they've left the Dragon District and they're no longer anything I have to worry about? No, no. No, no these are these... new Dragonborn led by Zyklon Bloodbane uh, and Pyralis, who's the other person we're hunting, um, surrounded the city and are not letting people in or out. Uh, make an insight check. Seventeen. Uh oh. Three. I heard laughter. With a three, three. Uh, he seems a little shocked by this. With a seventeen, you think that Orval absolutely knows who Zyklon Bloodbane is. Orval, are you familiar with Zyklon Bloodbane? Uh, I've had the uh, displeasure of. Uh, being around him in the past. Oh, what, is, what happened? Well, I, I think I mentioned quite a while ago when you first uh, were in the city uh, that I spent some time as a mercenary. Right. Well, uh, the, the front that I had been sent to was uh, a battle between the League of Infernus, who I had been hired by, and the Bloodbane family that were backing a group called New Arcosia. New Arcosia. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, we, we heard about uh, the gist of that skirmish. Well, uh, Zyklon Bloodbane was a nasty piece of work back then, and uh, from what I understand from rumors I hear every so often, it strikes me that 
he's only gotten worse with old age. Yeah, we hear he's a bad dude. Uh, bad don't begin to describe what Zyklon Bloodbane is. Yeah. Yeah, so sorry to drop that on you. He says, so they're surrounding the city for some kind of plan? We don't know. Um, our kind of idea is there's going to be a whole West Side Story thing going on here. We got uh, I don't uh, know the dragon. I'll, I'll explain. We got the dragonborn that are going to be fighting some demon worshippers and some demons, and the city is going to basically be the battleground. Annabel and Alice, I have uh, something very important to tell you. Something I'd like to level with you that I hope doesn't leave this office. Of course. Uh, we are not manned to be able to handle armies. Uh, Rayburn Falls is a very proud merchant city, and uh, the, the taxes are really not so bad, which is why we were able to get so many merchants to come in here and, uh, you know, bring so much uh, business to this city. But uh, I'm on level with you. The reason we were able to do that is because Rayburn Falls does not have an army. Yeah, no, we figured that. Um, I think your best course of action is just to protect the people as much as possible, and I wouldn't worry about fighting the war so much. Well, I don't even know if we can do that much, to be perfectly honest with you. And he kind of shakes his head back or back, uh, over to Thelonious. Thelonious, you have headed all the way across town, opposite corner of the old residential district, to the Dragon District. And you arrive in the district, and uh, much like usual, it seems like you're pretty well-received here, being a Dragonborn. Uh, you see uh, uh, Zax, uh, the Dragonborn that you had uh, dealt with previously. Uh, he sees you, and uh, he walks up. He says, uh, Hail, brother. Uh, what brings you to the Dragon District? I've been hearing some rumblings about some fellow Dragonborn chilling out in the sewers. Kind of curious what what the word is on the street here on this. Uh, come with me, Thelonious. And uh, Zax brings you down a, an alley, you know, kind of in between two little, like, kind of uh, shanty hovels, essentially. And uh, he makes sure that no one's around. And uh, he says, uh, the rumors are going around in the Dragon District. Apparently something big. Is gonna happen. He says, yeah. uh, "From from the rumors that we've been hearing, and Morn ain't too thrilled about these rumors. I'll tell you that. He's uh, very staunchly opposed to the Bloodbane family. But apparently, something big's going down in a few days." 
I, I would probably bet tomorrow, to be honest with you. He says, well, it's funny you mentioned that. That's what I heard is something big's happening tomorrow, and it's for the glory of dragon kind. I, uh, I, I don't really know the details. It's just rumors. Uh, but I'm going to level with you. A whole hell of a lot of people I'm talking to are awfully excited about this. That's what I was afraid of. Our people have been very mistreated in this city, Thelonious, and I, you know, I, I mean, I don't hold anything against your friends. They're outsiders to the situation anyway, but a lot of people in the Dragon District are very, very fed up. Morn is great, and, and we love him, but there's only so much Morn's able to do. I'm happy to call myself someone who's on his side but I can't blame any of these people do you know where Morn is right now he says he's in his home right now Uh, we've uh, currently got it guarded Uh, all of the counselors in the city are kind of on lockdown right now that's for the best he nods. He says, I've only heard rumors, uh, something about there being more issues with more counselors at the docks. Well, yeah. And I think it might be best if you could come with me and maybe we can go talk to Morin together. He nods. Because it's all related to all the rumors we're hearing right now. He says, all right. He says, to be honest with you, uh, I've been downplaying these rumors to Morn. He's been very uh, stressed out since he went missing. Uh, he's doing a little better, but uh, yeah, come with me. Okay. And he takes you over to uh, uh, Morn's home. And the place is like, you know, probably got like maybe five to ten dragonborn kind of patrolling around. And they all kind of nod at you and, you know, show respect. And Zax enters the the, uh, the the home with a Kia that he has. And uh, you guys uh, head over to, uh, or head up the stairs and go into his, like, office. And you see Morn kind of hunched over with uh, paperwork. Uh, and if you want, make a perception check. Seventeen. With the 17, it looks like Morn is uh, doing paperwork, and it still looks like he's trying to petition for, you know, more funds into the Dragon District. It looks like he's still doing what he can for his people. And Morn turns to see you, and uh, he says, Thelonious, uh, how can I help you? Well, um, I've heard some pretty startling news as of yesterday that some fellow dragonborn uh, are kind of on the outskirts of the city. And it sounds like the rumblings are kind of going in through the district as well. Are they... Are they people looking for a new home? Or are they people looking to cause trouble? Yeah, they're looking to start a fight. The Bloodbane family has come upon this city, hasn't it? 
I'm afraid so. Sounds like Zyklon might be leading the charge here. Zyklon Bloodbane. I don't know if there is anyone more evil in this entire world. Well, that's what's kind of crazy, too. So, we think who they're going up against uh, are some demons and demon worshippers. Demons? He says, the Bloodbane family does not tolerate anything that is not draconic, but to think that they would come to this city to fight demons, he says, that does not make any sense to me. Yeah, I, there's a lot that's been going on. I think you may have heard or may just even flat out know that a couple of your fellow councilmen uh, had some issues down at the docks. He says, I've only been given cursory information, but they said that I should remain home and stand on, on at attention. Uh, I understand that Hank Pendlegrass is dead. That's correct. Yeah. And uh, because of that, Longinus and there is a whole bunch of demons got entered into the realm and I we got to fight them. And yeah, it was not good stuff. He says, I don't entirely know exactly what's going on, Thelonious, but I can at least guarantee you this. Bloodbane family might be more than willing to kill demons because they are not draconic, but they have another agenda in mind. It sounds pretty accurate. I feel like whatever it is that they're going to do here is going to be their excuse to want to stay. That could very well be. The Bloodbane family has the same goal that New Arcosia had. A home for dragon kind. Yeah. So the the last bit of piece here is um, who Zyklon is working with. Who is he working with? Uh, that's more than likely it's Pyralis. Roll inside. That is a. 23. With a 23, the color drains from his face. And he slumps back into his chair. And he kind of sadly and forlornly looks up at you. And he says, Then we are all doomed. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, 
go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media from there you'll be able to gain excellent perks like a behind the scenes show for noobs and dragons we thank you for your patronage